Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Did you know there are toads on our roads and we need to mind them? To explain all, we're joined by the brilliant Collie Ennis from the Critter Shed podcast. Morning, Collie. Good morning, how are you? Good, good to talk to you as always, Colleen. And I love talking to you about all these critters, the less glamorous ones that buy exactly. are still really exactly. important, Colleen, really important. Yeah. They're doing important things for the ecosystem. But talk to us about the toads and the frogs and stuff. What's going on? Yeah, it's our common frogs right now are moving uh, right across the country. Uh, it's their annual migration. So the Barry White music is playing in their brains. <laughs> they're in the mood for a bit of loving. So uh, they start marching across towards their, their breeding ponds now. Oh, so hang on, uh, when you say mi- migration, because we all have an image of, you know, a bird that travels tens of thousands of kilometres and all. I presume yeah. these frogs are making a relatively short journey to us, but a very long one to them. Yeah, well, they, they can tra- tra- travel a couple of kilometres away to right. from where they are back to their breeding ponds. So they do spread out a bit. But it's a major, major movement for them um, at this time of year. And because we have so many roads and new house estates and all sorts of stuff being built where yeah. they would have previously not been, you get them cr- crossing the cr- uh, paths with, with humans and traffic, obviously, a lot more. And that's why, kind of, if you are near a breeding pond or if there's one in a park next to you, if you're driving along at night, just to look out for them, um, just to slow down, because you'll see them out in the middle of the road by the thousand. And, by uh, the thousand, really? Yeah, is that many? Yeah, right, yeah. okay. And when you say you see them, is it like, will they reflect in your lights or what? How will you know they're there? You you will get a bit of sheen off the lights. Uh, if you go out with a, a torch, you can see them in the ponds like that as well. Mm. But you'll just see them on the road. And the, the males have these lovely white bellies that they kind of will stick up. And if you're, if you're not going at 70 miles an hour, you'll be able to kind of spot them right. as you're coming around the corner or, or uh, driving down the road, you and know? Do you think you'd need to know that there's, um, you know, a, a pond nearby, like, so yeah. that you'd, you'd take care? Or is it likely yeah. that wherever you live, if there's kind of water around or, you know, um, a water kind of area, that they'll be there? Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you're living in the countryside near a bog, near a, a lake, you're guaranteed to have frogs around the area. Mm. If you're living in an urban area, and as I said, there's a park, you know, with a with a with a pond or a lake in it, you'll more than likely have them. This is the perfect time for year because we can have that kind of. If you notice, it's getting a little bit muggy now. It's not so cold. Yeah, eleven degrees still, this morning when I get my yeah, into the car. Yeah, yeah. that's really the key for them to kick off. Another thing you can do if you if you, if you have neighbours that would be interested is you can actually and they do in the UK a lot it's kind of catching on over here but they do a thing called toad patrols where they actually go along with buckets high-vis vests everybody's safe on the road of course but go along with buckets and collect the frogs and move them across the road into their breeding ponds which is pretty cool Okay so if you know where the pond is then you know where they're heading to because you're not you're yeah. not obviously you know moving them in the wrong direction No you're just <laughs> giving them a little hand across the road <laughs> Yeah And are, are there certain we need to know about these like we only am I right in thinking we only have one native species is that right? Yes very good we only have the one native frog we have one uh, native toad called the natterjack we've been introduced toad called the common toad now they're up in the Dublin hills and they're doing quite well so we're kind of watching them to see what happens with right, them right okay uh, yeah but we've kind of got one of each of those so it's uh, it's very handy uh, to, to remember 
And then in terms of what they are doing, as you said, a little bit of Barry White music going on. So when they get, <laughs> yeah. when they get to the breeding ponds, uh, is it the, the males arrive first or are they all coming together or what? Yeah, yeah. So right in my back garden now at the moment, in my pond, I, I've got like about 40 males just sitting around. And they're, it sounds like a, a, a moped convention. They're kind of revving their engine. <laughs> it's just this rah, 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 rah. So that's the kind of noise you're hearing. It's not so much a croak as a kind of a that. that drone. Right. But uh, that draws in the females who arrive later and then there's a free, real free-for-all because the males will like actively kind of kick the crap out of each other to try and get onto a, <laughs> to a, to a female. Right. And then they go into a thing called amplexus which the males will literally clamp around her and, and wander off to a quiet part of the pond until she deposits the eggs. The males fertilise them the eggs sink down and then they swell up overnight with water. And the, the, the jelly around the eggs actually keeps them protected from the cold. Oh, so even right. if we are to get a, a bit of a cold snap, they're several degrees uh, protected from, from the outside. So that's uh, what, you know. the traditional frog spawn that we all know and love, that kind of that's jelly around it, that's, that's actually it, protecting yeah. the, the little fertilised eggs. Yeah, yeah, as they develop. So it's really, really cool. A very, a very nice trick that they do. It is really good. I remember as a kid um, having you know a bit of frog spawn in school or whatever and, and going yeah. around every day to check out what was happening and what was happening and then seeing like the, the tails develop, the tails then turn into legs that were developing and then like it is a fascinating process for it, kids it, to understand that life cycle. It is, it's brilliant and it's real, it's, I, I describe it as a kind of a gateway drug into getting into natural history yeah, and yeah, becoming yeah. like enthusiastic about nature because you know it, it, it's such a wonderful thing to observe and it really puts that kind of spark in, in a kid's interest so yeah. Definitely. Um, speaking of things in school, we are talking about weird things in school this morning. Can you have you any memories of God, people covering their school books in animal feed bags and things like that? If you have any memories of that kind of stuff, golly. It was wallpaper for me. That's always but the same, yeah. yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember strawberry milk? Yes. Room temperature strawberry milk. Room temperature, I, I, I never forget that. As long. I haven't seen it since. No. I don't, can't remember anyway. But like you but see yeah, it up on the top milk. shelf of the of the dairy fridge and supermarkets that you can buy like it in a carton and stuff. That was fancy. Yeah, but this but was like, brought in big oh. clear plastic crates. And yes. <laughs> and someone was always the milk monitor. Do you remember that? <laughs> it was your job <laughs> to hand out the strawberry milk. <laughs> many a lump. Oh, and, then, and the thing is they would, they'd sit there in the hot classroom. Like they'd be brought in at yeah. like the crack of the, like nine o'clock the, the milkman would come in they'd be sat there and you'd be looking at them just getting hotter and hotter and turning to like sour cream by the time lunchtime yeah. rolled around <laughs> strawberry butter you'd have by the end of the day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and come here anything else this time of year it's obviously an active time of year for nature in general is there anything else going on that we should know about other than frogs and frog spawn and all the mating well everything's going to start kicking off soon but the frogs are usually the signal that spring is here ah, right, I, I okay. look forward to it every year because kind of like after and it was for some reason it was a particularly long winter this year I found anyway so it's great to see them back out you're going to see bumblebees the big queen bumblebees starting to emerge the big huge ones that look like a two euro coin and then of course like the whole the whole cacophony of nature will start kicking in with birds nesting and all so yeah we're in for a a brilliant spring and hopefully a nice summer as well amazing Collie thank you so much Collie is the uh, host of the Critter Shed podcast go and check that out Collie Annis always brilliant to talk to you talk to you later brother nice one see you later bye bye Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am